episode two, season two, She Stays Soft, the podcast. (laughs) I hope you all are well. I just lit a candle, so I wanted to talk about um, the seven great hermetic principles This is something that the Egyptians were into. And um, these teachings, uh, I feel, really, really impact my life right now on the path that I'm on in this time-space dimension. when I read these, I read these a while back and it resonated, but you know, the teachings have came back around now to my path and, um, these seven principles just, wow, (laughs) they are helping me so much, um, just to understand, um, the life path that I'm currently on. And it's, it really is like the magic key right now. So I just wanted to share, Um, The first principle is mentalism, and this basically represents um, the principle of the mind, the (laughs) all-brain, that all-is-mind, the universal-is-mental. This principle embodies the understanding that everything in this universe is created by thought, which is our mind. And there is nothing that exists in the material universe where this is not, you know, the case. So, um, the great Edgar, in uh, his own universal mind channelings, He would go over this again and again, saying that thoughts are things. And this entire universe was created by the thought of God. Um, So we, as, you know, when it comes to religion, (laughs) um, God's sons and daughters create our reality, both metaphysically and physically, by the power of our minds. So this great law of spiritual psychology is that it is our thought that creates our reality. And so everything that exists is spirit, which just completely blew my mind. (laughs) It's like I knew this already, but to have, you know, it um, explained to me, I guess, this way. So matter is just densified spirit and spirit is just refined matter and everything is just energy and the second principle is correspondence so one of my favorite quotes which I didn't even really fully understand at the time um, like I do now you know when you hear a quote And then you hear it sometime later and you're like, oh, wait, 
that's what it really meant. But it resonated to you or with you, even though you didn't fully understand it. So for me, that was as above, so below, as below, so above. Um, and this, that quote um, was created by Hermes. What this law means is that the thoughts and the images that we hold in our conscious and subconscious mind will manifest its mirror likeness in our external circumstance. So <clears throat> the outer world is a mirror of our inner world. So when we hold thoughts of poverty, when we hold thoughts of poverty, we will have no money. If we hold thoughts and images of lack of good health, that will manifest within our physical bodies. And so the thoughts and the images that we hold in our mind will attract their physical likeness to us and in our external circumstance. So that just, I don't know, this is, all of this is just something that, again, blows my mind because the law, I, I'm really into the law of attraction and this law works um, for the good or the bad. And just by understanding this law, we can use it for our benefit instead of our downfall. <laughs> Because the most profound application of this law is seen in the life of Sathya Sai Baba. And this is, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast, but, or episode. But whatever he thinks instantly manifests, even on, you know, a material level. So he creates physical objects with the wave of his hand. And he says he does this just by thinking, just by imagining um, what he wants to create. This is the same law, just sped up. So earth is basically a school for practicing these laws of the mind and spiritual control. So imagine what would happen if the average person on the street were manifesting his thoughts instantly. If he had a negative thought about someone at this level of vibration, it might actually physically kill this person. And imagine what all the negative thoughts and emotions would instantly do to one's health. So for most of us, it's, it's a good thing that things don't manifest that quickly or we would all be in a lot of shit. <laughs> so... The higher we go in vibration, the quicker your manifestations of your thoughts will happen. And, and that's why, you know, the spiritual path at these higher levels have been called the straight and narrow path and is visualized almost like, when I think of the visual, it's like a pyramid that just gets narrower as you move towards this apex, and then the next principle, the third, is vibration. And um, well, another quote that um, this uh, Egyptian, the, the Egyptian philosophy was, nothing rests, everything moves, and everything vibrates. 
This principle, I love that it explains the difference between the different manifestations of matter and spirit. So from pure spirit all the way down to the grossest level of matter, matter um, is a continuum of all of the varying degrees of vibration. There's so many atoms, molecule, molecules, um, that are vibrating in a certain motion all the time. Like we are moving through the day um, at different speeds, at different vibrations, at different frequencies. And it's the combination of these frequencies that determine the form of, you know, how we feel. And a lot of the time it's physical and other times it's metaphysical so it's just like everything is in motion and is vibrating and nothing is ever at rest and if it's a physical object for example a table um, is it really in a state of motion because the atom and electrons are vibrating and there's a space between these atoms and molecules. And this this is true for, I know this is like not normally what I talk about, but this is so, I promise that this information, it, it will help you transmute energy. So, um, so you take a physical object, right, and transform it into a new object in a physical sense just by changing the motion. We do the same thing, for example, with our bodies by how we think. So <laughs> the entire universe is in a state of motion, evolving about um, this beautiful sun, right? The sun rises every single morning. So every atom is a mini universe within every molecule of our physical bodies. So how we think will manifest our feelings, our health, our action, our um, emotions, and what we track to ourselves because energy follows thought. The idea is to create emotion that is determined by your higher self rather than your lower self or your negative ego. So each of these seven initiations is a higher level of vibration and motion, which brings us into the fourth principle of polars. Polar doja. My cat is making all the noise. Polarity. 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 <laughs> I'm so fascinated by principle and by law. So, for example, heat and cold. Um, they're opposites, but they really are the same thing. It's merely like a matter of degree. So the same thing could be said for spirit and matter. They really are the same thing. They could be, um, you know, like water. 
You freeze water, it becomes ice, which is matter. You boil water and it evaporate, evaporate. Oh, I need to slow down because I, I just want to get it all out. <laughs> it evaporate, ev <laughs> evaporates and becomes um, gases or, or fumes, which is, you know, spirit. <laughs> And they are identical in nature, but different in degrees. So if you look at a thermometer, where does heat terminate and cold begin? You know? Doja. She does not care that I'm recording a podcast right now. All right, it's fine. I hope she's not, it's not picking up the sound too much. Um, but yeah, if you look at a thermometer, it's like, where does heat terminate and cold begin? Which I love this, you know, this teaching when it comes to these principles, because in actuality, it is totally red relative to our bodies, our body types, us as individuals, and the same principle applies to um, everything in life that's opposite. Light, dark, large, small, hard, soft, um, positive, negative. The same principles apply on the mental plane of reality. So, for example, hate and love, they are the same thing but different degrees. The importance of this law comes in you know, understanding our ability to transmute and change the vibrations from one um, extreme to another. And this, you know, is the true study of alchemy, which I, I love. Recently, that's something that I cannot get enough of, is studying alchemy. The alchemists um, of the, in the Middle Ages were actually preoccupied in changing um, metals into gold and... However, the, like the real meaning of this comes in the understanding of changing one's base thoughts and emotions into spiritual gold or soul-realized energies. So, <clears throat> like hate, that can be transformed by the power of your mind into love, which, again, back in uh, the Middle Ages, gold. So your lower self can be transformed into your higher self. Your physical body can be transformed into your light body, which represents ascension. So separation can be turned into oneness. That's good news. <laughs> and guidance by your negative ego uh, can be turned into guidance by your soul. You just have to, you know, know how to use this beautiful art of polarization so you know when I had an empty bank account I you know at the time and in, in certain times and phases of my life didn't realize like hey this can be transformed into a full bank account I get that now and I'm slowly making my bank account full <laughs> but we just need to to polarize our conscience our consciousness uh, differently 
So a person who is run by the emotional body needs to become polarized in their mental body. Or a person who, who identifies with their mental body or intellectual self may, may need to become uh, more polarized to their soul. Or a person merged with the soul uh, will need to become more polarized. Polarized. You know what? You know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> so they're just all different degrees, but the same thing. So the next principle is the principle of rhythm, and this is that everything flows out and in. Everything has its tides. Everything rises and falls. Um, the pendulum swing manifests into everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. And this law is manifesting in every aspect of our lives. We see it in the tides of the ocean. We see it in our need for sleep after a day of hard work. We see it in you know, the creation of a star or the sun and how the sun collapses in the night, you know, the moon comes out and the moon collapses and the sun comes out. We see this law operating in the rise and fall of nations and even in the operation of just this whole universe. So for every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. And so we see this in how we breathe and we see this in the movement of the stars in astrology as the earth moves through the different signs. Um, there is a law that is operating in the mental state of human beings and we are just the practitioners. <laughs> and you know, th there are so many things to learn um, because we can't escape these effects. We just can't. <laughs> they cannot be escaped. And all we can do is, you know, really learn how to navigate how we apply this law um, upon each phase in our life. So, um, When you understand the law and you understand um, all these different polars, that's what, you know, I hate the word bipolar because there is no such thing in my world anyway as bipolar because there are so many polars. And I feel like people paralyze themselves when they try to polarize themselves. You know, it's like, gotta let yourself rest you gotta let yourself neutralize the rhythm swing of the energy in this world because we're gonna bounce off of different poles off of different energies um, it's just inevitable there is this rhythm that's happening in the world and um, I'm speaking of the present moment in our mental state and um, our mental mind uh, or our emotional level, you know, the master does not use um, our will to create detachment. We use it to create the state of consciousness 
and um, it swings back and forth again like a pendulum and the masses um, all the all the people in the world humanity all of us we live on um, a roller coaster and this idea is to attain a state of consciousness of divine indifference um, inner peace and joy and happiness and bliss and this really is um, better explained by the Krishna um, which again is probably a whole different <laughs> podcast or I'm sorry episode um, but the idea is to stay even-minded it's all about balance whether you have to profit or loss pleasure or pain sickness or health victory or defeat praise or rejection it's just a matter of where you polarize your mind in any state of consciousness so there's a point of neutral new there's a point when you're neutral and um there's like this divine detachment that happens and it's not caught up in the pendulum swing between these rhythms and these uh different polars there's a state of consciousness where you don't have to have a bad day. And at the highest idea, <laughs> you can use this principle of just being neutral. You can apply that in your physical body as well. Um, and so, the, again, this comes back to like ascension and as, ascending this state of consciousness when spirit merges completely with the physical vehicle as well so our bodies are our vehicles in this life and the physical body is turned into light and this duality becomes transcended whether you are on a emotional roller coaster or you are even-minded you're balanced um and your joy is determined by your attitude and the polarization of your own mind. This is why understanding these principles are so important. All suffering comes from one's attachments and wrong points of view. Oh, I need to breathe. <laughs> I've learned a lot. I have a lot to say. <laughs> so the next principle is going to be cause and effect and cause and effect like every effect has its cause everything happens according to law chance is but not a name for law is not recognized so many planes of um, causation but nothing ever ex escapes the law so this really teaches us that there are no accidents in the universe. Um, nothing is coincidence. Everything in the universe is governed by laws. There are physical laws. There are emotional laws, mental laws, spiritual laws. And when we really understand these laws, we can learn to operate in grace instead of operating in karma. So on this journey... You know, I, like so many times, I just didn't know the cause for the reason why things were happening to me. Um, and, and then 
again, because of these seven principles, everything just made so much sense. It's like, oh, there are seven dimensions of reality, which all have a a causation. And so no one escapes anything in this life, even though it may appear like some are, but in truth, they are not. You know, and, and there really is an art in rising above this ordinary plane of cause and effect to a certain degree. And they do this by rising to a, a higher plane, a higher consciousness, and just becoming a master of yourself instead of victim. You know? Because the average person on the street is an effect, not a cause. They are an effect. And victim of thoughts, moods, emotions, desire, appetites, lower self, other people, biorhythms, the physical body, past lives, hereditary, the weather, subconscious, astrological, all these influences, vital forces, spirits, glamour, illusion, and you know the environment (laughs) just to name a few (laughs) um the master which is your inner being will rise above and have um just such a bigger impact over these things uh and the higher one evolves every time so by the time the sixth initiation and ascension of them transcend, the masters obey the causation of the higher planes, but they help you to rule and unearth on this plane. So at each level of initiation, one goes up another plane of consciousness, um, which means uh, we become a greater cause. And the key, for most people on earth anyway, is to gain mastery over your mind, which will lead to mastery over your emotions and your desires and mastery over your physical body and appetites. Um, And it, it really is about gaining mastery over the physical, the astral, and the mental body. And the basic cause of your life are the thoughts and images you hold in your consciousness and your subconscious mind. So by learning to be absolutely vigilant and only allowing into your mind thoughts of love, perfect health, joy, oneness, um, this is all you need to create inwardly and outwardly. Um, so, you know, your thinking must be in a space, excuse me, where you serve your soul and you serve your spirit instead of serving your lower self and your negative ego. So when these lessons are mastered, then they, then there really is no reason to attend this so-called earth life (laughs) except for the service you know to 
the other people that are around who have not yet learned these lessons. So in summary, be the cause, be the master, be the co-creator that you truly are, and use this law and this principle instead of allowing it to use you. You, if you are not a master, you're a victim. And this is the law of polarity. Change your polarization with the power of the mind and the power of source because you've already been given free choice. (laughs) So the next principle is gender. Gender is in everything. Everything has its masculine and feminine principles. Um, So everything has a yin and a yang. Um, On a physical plane, each person, uh, male or female, physical body. However, psychologically, each person is... Um, you know, has has female and male qualities, basically. Each person has a left brain and a right brain. And uh, actually in Chinese philosophy, the physical foods a person eats are divided into yin foods and to yang foods. And this law doesn't only apply on the physical plane, but also um, on the emotional and mental and spiritual planes as well. So um, yin types of emotions and yang types of emotions, yin types of thoughts and more yang types of thoughts. So the key point here is that the spiritual path is the path of balance and integration. And Buddha actually called this the middle way and he demonstrated that the path to God was not the path of self or indulgence. Um, it is the path of balancing the male and female aspects within the self and also balancing um, joy and earth nature aspects within self. The spiritual path is also the balancing of the three minds, the four bodies, and the seven chakras. It's also the proper balance between the soul and the ego. And this is done by transcending negative ego keeping the ego in its proper balance and relationship to the soul, which is to let it take care of the physical body and not to interrupt your life. So as mastery is achieved, this balanced state becomes more habitual and it won't take as much work and time and energy to try (laughs) and stay in balance. It's achieved by just like knowing yourself and understanding that these universal laws and balances that govern our being um, you know to to know God or the goddess, we have to understand all of these laws. So I hope that uh, this brought some value. <laughs> um, There are, these seven hermetic laws are, you know, I don't know if I explain them exactly to a T. Do your own research on the the hermetic principles 
and um, see what you find but this is just what I've learned so far from the research that I've done and it has really helped me understand myself and how to move through um, this world (laughs) so that is going to do it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening Um, if you can share this episode it helps me out so so much and um, also if you have a minute I would appreciate it if you could um, rate this podcast, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, or wherever you are listening. Uh, If you can take a minute and just write a review, leave a five-star rating, (laughs) if you think it deserves five stars. And I will catch you guys on the flip side in episode three. Bye!